next on the 5 o'clock report. When I got here, they told me all the flights were canceled till New Year's Eve. How sorry we are. Who are in need of material or spiritual help. This storm was so debilitating. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Greg Gillespie. Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown says crews continue to clear the city streets. There are over 450 pieces of equipment on city streets today provided by the city, county, state, and other municipalities from around the state, including New Jersey. Erie County Executive Mark Polencars says the recovery in the Queen City will take a while. The blizzard conditions, of course, are gone, but we're going to be responding in some ways to this blizzard for still a number of days as they continue to open up the city of Buffalo. The number of households waiting for electricity to come back on has been reduced to less than a thousand. A flurry of thieves and vandals have been causing problems amidst the storm. This isn't people stealing food and medicine and diapers. They are destroying stores. They're stealing televisions, couches, whatever else they can get their hands on. They're opportunists. They're taking advantage. And all you're doing is destroying the resource you have when you need to go to the store again and buy food or whatever else that you need. You're destroying your community. It will not be tolerated. Buffalo Police Commissioner Joseph Grimalia told News 4 that eight looters have been arrested this week. More on the effects of the Buffalo storm coming up in the 5 o'clock report. The continuation of Title 42 is making a dent in the number of people crossing from Mexico into the southern United States, but the flow of migrants continues to overwhelm border cities and towns. Corey Mills, who was elected to the new Congress from Florida, says the Biden administration's open border policy means thousands are crossing over from Mexico with or without Title 42. Every single state has become a border state. This is not just a border issue. This is an American issue. And until we address this and secure our borders and start looking at proper immigration reform, which is needed in this uh, 118th Congress, we are not going to stop this problem in this hemorrhage. Brandon Judge of the National Border Patrol Council also blames Biden and the administration. What's overdue is this president actually giving us policies and programs that's going to allow us to secure the border. Right now, if you look at Title 42, we've completely gutted it. Even though the Supreme Court said that we have to keep it in place in the meantime, we're only expelling about a third of the people. That's why we have this explosion. The Supreme Court decision yesterday was five to four. They will hear oral arguments in February. The decision on whether Title 42 continues might not happen until later in the spring. KYW talked with this woman who was scheduled to fly out of Philadelphia today. I stayed overnight in a hotel to get an early flight this morning. And when I got here, they told me all the flights were canceled till New Year's Eve or after New Year's Day. She was going to visit her son's family in St. Louis, but the Christmas presents she packed will have to wait until next week. Buffalo's airport reopened today, but schedules were limited. Flight Aware says that a little over half of the normal of takeoffs and landings happened so far today. Across the nation, there were 2,800 cancellations and 2,700 delays. Rochester Mayor Malik Evans held a news conference today. 
He was recapping his first year of office, and the crime in the city was his number one topic of discussion. Violence. That is one of our challenges. We cannot and will never accept a new normal for violence. We've taken 800 illegal guns off the streets. We still have a long challenge to go, but we are moving in the right direction. Evans says he will continue the gun violence state of emergency that he issued earlier this year, which allows the city greater powers to crack down on nuisance property owners who facilitate gatherings which lead to violence. There have been nearly 80 homicides in Rochester this year. Last year, there were 81, which put Rochester fifth highest in homicide rates of all cities in the nation. Still to come on this Wednesday, news conferences and worship services in Buffalo, responses of first responders, and a reduction in rent. I'm Kevin Williams and good evening. Here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. Our call for tonight ending up partly cloudy to a times clear in Pennsylvania. Low temperatures, mid-20s to low 30s generally. Some sunshine tomorrow. Clouds gather in the afternoon across western New York and western Pennsylvania with high temperatures well into the 40s. Friday, cloudy, mild. A bit of rain in western New York and western Pennsylvania. Some breaks of sunshine on the I-81 corridor. High temperatures on Friday, not far from 50 degrees. Thank you, Kevin. Now for more of what's happening where you live in New York and Pennsylvania. A tragic accidental shooting is being blamed for the death of an 11-year-old boy in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Police responded to the scene on North Front and West Allen Streets just before 7.30 last night. The boy was taken to the hospital where he died. The coroner has not yet released his name. ABC6 reporter Sarah Bloomquist. WFMZ says the boy's 10-year-old brother accidentally shot the 11-year-old in the basement of a relative's home. The incoming chancellor of the State University of New York says that each SUNY campus can be a key driver for local economic development. We've got a, a great opportunity to prepare students for great jobs in uh, the semiconductor industry as Micron comes to the Syracuse region to prepare young people for jobs in nanotech in UAlbany. King tells Family Life that healthcare education is a key field for many schools in the SUNY system because of the great need for healthcare professionals throughout the state. Authorities attribute at least 35 fatalities in western New York to the storm of Christmas weekend. This afternoon, one congregation in Buffalo offered a worship service remembering those who died in the huge storm. For those in our midst, especially those who have been suffering from the recent blizzard who are in need of material or spiritual help, that the Lord may have mercy and provide for their needs. Bishop Michael Fisher also spoke during the special mass at St. Joseph's Cathedral. We also remember today in a special way all of those who have perished in this terrible storm, also those who have been exposed to the elements that are out in it, who are caring also for our community. At a news conference today, Police Commissioner Joseph Grimalia of Buffalo said that first responders are stressed from the work they had to do. Our job is to come in every day, help people, save lives, and this storm was so debilitating, the worst I've ever seen in my life. Commissioner Gravalia expressed his condolences to those who's had family members who lost their lives. The families that lost their loved ones, I can't say how sorry we are. Just please know that our officers did everything they possibly could. 
Rent prices are dropping in Pennsylvania this year, but tenants are still paying more than a year ago. After two years of steady increases, a new report shows that rents dropped 3% since the summer, offsetting part of the 17% uptick for the full year. Next at 5, highlights from today's Inside Out conversation are Martha Manikas Foster spoke with the author of the devotional book, The Power of Hope. Jack Countryman in that book looked at 56 Bible personalities who had to rely on hope. Countryman starts with Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. The Power of Hope encourages readers by recounting how God has stuck by his people throughout history. Why does remembering what God has done in the past or learning about it for the first time help us today? Well, the Bible is filled with wisdom for us, and we need to stand on that wisdom. Mm -hmm. Those are powerful words. And if we believe in the Lord, if we trust him and we turn our lives over to him, We need to take these words that are in Scripture and hide them in our heart. And there's an acknowledgement that there will be times when we will be anxious or at least be tempted toward anxiety. Oh, absolutely. You know, we're all human. And therefore, as we find ourselves going through difficult times, we need to turn to the Lord first. Not last, uh-huh. but first. Yes. And let him encourage us. Yes, and because when we look to Scripture, we see that other people were in difficult situations and God was by them. We can surmise, we can have the hope that he isn't going to act differently now, right? Right, and that's why I chose all these people in the Bible to share their difficulties, to share their lives, so that we can see how God blessed them. And if God blessed them, he will also bless us. When you discover all the people in the Bible that God has chose to bless, you cannot help but be encouraged. My guest has been author Jack Countryman. You can connect with him on Facebook at J Countryman Books or learn about the book at thomasnelson.com. I'm Martha Manikas Foster with Inside Out on Family Life. You can hear an extended conversation with writer Jack Countryman and catch up on all of Family Life's news features at familylife.org slash podcasts. Time now for your stock market report brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Hopes of a post-Christmas rally are beginning to fade as stocks fall further. Pending home sales continue to decline as further warning signs of economic contraction are concerning analysts. Apple was a drag on the major indexes as they hit new yearly lows, losing another 3%. Travel and entertainment companies fared poorly, as did energy stocks, and oil dropped slightly to $78 a barrel. The Dow today losing 365 points, 46 for the S&P 500, and the NASDAQ was off 139. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at ambassadoradvisors.com. Thank you, Dave Margolotti. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. Which is more important when stocks go up or down? Hi, I'm Rob West with a Money Wise Minute. The answer is neither one is important for most of us. Those things only matter when you actually buy or sell stocks. It's like watching the score during a bowl game. In one sense, it doesn't matter which team is ahead at first or in the middle of the game. Only the final score counts. 
If your investments are taking a beating and you're worried, I get it. But look at it this way. The game isn't over. Don't panic. Markets go up and down all the time. God is still on the throne. He still meets the needs of those who turn to Him for provision. So stick to your long-range investment plan. Have faith in God and don't watch the score. Manage your finances wisely with the easy-to-use MoneyWise app. Download MoneyWise Biblical Finance from your app store or learn more at moneywise.org. I'm Kevin Williams. Here is your Family Life Regional weather forecast. As we head toward New Year's weekend, a jet stream shift spells milder air. Our call for tonight ending up partly cloudy to at times clear in Pennsylvania. Low temperatures, mid-20s to low 30s generally. Some sunshine tomorrow. Clouds gather in the afternoon across western New York and western Pennsylvania. It's a mild day across the board with high temperatures well into the 40s. Friday, cloudy, mild. A bit of rain in western New York and western Pennsylvania. Of some breaks of sunshine on the I-81 corridor. High temperatures on Friday, not far from 50 degrees. Thank you, Kevin. The ongoing war in Eastern Europe is among the biggest news stories of 2022 and the longest lasting. A brief recap of the year that was from Jack Crumley. Russia invading Ukraine topped the news in 2022. President Biden called it an unprovoked premeditated attack. For weeks, we have been warning that this would happen. And now... It's unfolding largely as we predicted. Spiking inflation and supply chain disruptions hit the U.S. hard. The White House first said the inflation was transitory, but revised that as prices rose most of the year. President Biden named Katanji Brown-Jackson to be the first black woman on the U.S. Supreme Court. This summer, the high court overturned Roe v. Wade, which legalized abortion in the 1970s, handing power back to the states. In May, the president marked one million American lives lost to COVID. One million empty chairs around the family dinner table, each irreplaceable. Ten people were killed in a race-based mass shooting in Buffalo. Shortly thereafter, 19 children and two adults were killed when a teen opened fire at Uvalde Elementary in Texas. And Democrats did better than expected for this year's midterm elections. Also, former President Trump announced he's running for president in 2024. I'm Jack Crumley. Family Life has a special year in review scheduled for this Friday at noon. The annual roundtable with members of the Family Life news team will count down our top news stories of the year. Listen for that one on the noon report this Friday. And finally at five. Remembering Pittsburgh sports legend Franco Harris. Fans gathered at Acrisure Stadium in Pittsburgh Tuesday. This woman watched him play football at Penn State and then as a Steeler. Franco was just a, a wonderful ambassador for Penn State Nation and the Steeler Nation and can't say enough good things about him. <laughs> Had to be here today. Harris died last week. He was 72. And that's the world we live in this 28th day of December, 2022. Thanks for coming along. I'm Greg Gillespie, Family Life News.